Good morning. Good morning, everyone. And welcome to another edition of Sports UBI on the Block 105 Radio. Today's date is Thursday, May 12, 2022. And this show is presented by my website, sportsubi.com, and the Block 105 Radio. Before I get started, I like to have recipes, show recipes, condolences to Kevin Samuels. He was a great man. A lot of people didn't agree with his word and what he said and his views on women and all everything that came with Kevin Samuels. But Kevin Samuels was a good man. And I don't know how it went down like that. They said it was some type of Michael Jackson type of deal with Kevin. I don't know. But I want rest in peace and um, condolences to his family as well. And we're going to give out 10 seconds for Kevin Samuels. Rest in peace, Kevin. Yes, yes, yes. And welcome back. Sports with B.I. Before I play my music, no Bobby V. You know what I'm saying? The Lobby Boys are fabulous. Before we get started with that, I'd just like to thank everybody for listening to my show. All my overseas listeners from 3 to 4 a.m. on the Block 105 Radio. And also my U.S. listeners from 9 to 10 a.m. on the Block 105 Radio. Let's get this show started. Good morning, everyone. Get your lattes ready. Get your turbo shots ready. Listen to the best sports podcast on the block on the fire radio. You already know. Let's go. They say a happy wife is a happy life. It's like a nigga always wrong when you ain't acting right. About that. Heavy trip was a risk when I was trapping white. Hear me? Now we catching flights and you be packing light. If it's strip in Bahamas, we coming back tonight. Everything is fun when you be at the light. What's our story? But we got way more money. When it's cloudy, we take trips to where it's way more sunny. Fuck the fact, though. But now it's champagne for all the arguments. And riches. Sometimes it make me wonder where your heart went. Crazy so You think about the roads when you park the bed. Or you just think about them hoes when you start the vent. You gon' tell me, bitch, I ain't Bobby V. Brooklyn in the lobby, son. Harlem in the lobby, B. All of this gang, gang. All cap, probably. Heard the whole gang saying, fuck is that, Marvin B? Hear somebody hating on me, you ain't gotta tell me. Unless you come to bail me, when they come to jail me. Unless you ride with a nigga, all you gon' tell me. And we gon' go and wipe this nigga nose. Smell me? I just need a rude girl to tell me something nice. Don't tell me what you doing, baby. Tell me. Homebody, but she won't tell me first night. I got it the first time, ain't gotta tell me nothing twice. It cost a bit of boss, didn't tell me what's the price. Truck like a new fridge, they did tell me something nice. Road to the riches, be twelling through this life. She say, I know you about your chicken, least tell me I'm the rice. What's up? Take a look at my life, addicted to the clubs and the women in the nightlife. Shorty sat me down, said she clearly not a white type. Still took a shopping border, anything she might like. I'm partying on most nights, I'm trying to get over that. Waking up with strippers, man, I'm getting too old for that. Girl left me, needed pills to get over that Another 42, nigga, yeah, I'm drinking all of that I'm probably where the hoes is at Life made my heart cold Lobby boy, went from chicken heads to centerfolds Bobby toy, shoes off, spinning in the rolls Lights dancing on these diamonds, swimming in the gold Baby girl, love my scars and my tattoos Boy, she never had to ask if I was that dude No cap, though, all facts, fab, no Caught cheating, then I blamed it on them capo Lobby boy's back, though Bitch, I ain't Bobby B. Brooklyn in the lobby, son. Harlem in the lobby, B. Fuck you gon' tell me. Bitch, I ain't Bobby B. Brooklyn in the lobby, son. Harlem in the lobby, B. Alright. Y'all ready? No Bobby V. 
What's going on, everyone? What's the deal? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? I got some information for y'all. I got some good sports content this week. And I'm ready to give it to y'all. It's going to be a beautiful show. Let's get it started. We're going to go this weekend's sports news. It was This weekend was the 148th running of the Kentucky Derby. But of course, the Horse Racing Association suspended Hall of Fame racing trainer Bob Bedford. He tried to save Medea Spirits' legacy because Medea Spirits, he denies cheating, but Medea Spirits, the horse that he was raising, had tested positive for anti-inflammatory medication following the race, last year's race in Kentucky Derby. Bafford is a six-time winner of the Kentucky Derby, but he will not have a horse. He did not have a horse in Saturday's race, which was a big deal. And the horse that won that race was crazy. So the sports, I had, I'm going to give you all the sports will be our Kentucky Derby, who I had to win the races, okay, the, the um, 148th running of the Kentucky Derby. I had Zidon first. I had Epic Center place second in the show I had Messier but it didn't work out like that the long shot Rick Strike wins the 148th Kentucky Derby Epicenter comes in second and Zondon comes in third Zondon comes in third Rick Strike at the largest payoff since 1908 at $163 and a base bet of $2 so if you bet $2 you can win $163 so Make a $2 bet, a $200 bet. And that's what you, and those are the winners that you receive. Put that put that math together, and that's the winners you will receive. You know what I'm saying? But if you put $2 there, you get $160. Imagine if you put it $500 or $2,000 on a Red Strike. And Red Strike was bought for $30,000, which is unheard for a horse being bought. To breed and race. I'm talking about million dollar horses. This horse was purchased for $30,000. So that's crazy. So, so shout out to Rich Strike. And let's see what they do in the next leg in Santa Anita. Santa Anita in California. And then it's going to be the last leg. Of course, the, the Belmont Stakes. And I definitely will be attending that. You know what I'm saying? That's that's something that's coming up in June, though. So we'll see what's up. But yeah, it's very exciting. Moving forward, I got some news about football. And it's the USL. It's the USFL Football League. The USL Football League is owned by Fox Sports. Now we're gonna break this down because I've been watching the USFL on on on, t- on television. Each player is paid four thousand five hundred per game. They had they got six hundred dollars for training camp. So what they in the twenty five roster spots. So basically, they have set prices for these players to play, and they're playing to get a shot to go to an NFL training camp coming up in the summertime in August. But this is a league for talented players that, um, they said. Rookies and like two to three, two to three year players that didn't that finished playing football, that finished playing college. 
So, you know, it's young it's not too many old guys in this league. It's very young guys. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me, my lesson. So let's break down the teams that's involved in this league. Now the, now the league been going on for two weeks now. The Sports BI is giving you, you know, a different type of, you know, we're going to give you some football, but it's not NFL. Because this is really big. They're owned by Fox Sports. And, you know, we got some more news on Fox Sports and Tom Brady. We're going to definitely get into that. But here are the teams of the USFL. The Birmingham Stallions, the Houston Gamblers, the Michigan Panthers, the New Jersey Generals, the New Orleans Breakers, the Philadelphia Stars, the Pittsburgh Marlins, and the Tampa Bay Bandits. All right? So those are the teams in the USFL. Not too many. They all play in the same stadium. For now, they don't play in their cities. They play in the same stadium. And they have games from uh, Thursday, Fridays, and over the weekends as well. They play in the stadium in Birmingham, Alabama. So that's what it is for now. And Darrell Johnson is is um, the, the vice president of this league. And I like the league. So all my listeners out there, if you have some free time on a Saturday or a Friday night, watch the league. It's good. It's good entertainment. Definitely, and it's good football. You know, just for now, just so you know, you can get your, you know, you get your little fix for football. With spring training, uh, I mean, uh, they had summer, they had summer camp for college already. So just get your little understanding of that. You know what I mean? Watch a little USFL. It's good football. I wouldn't steer you wrong. And we got some, we got some NFL news and those stuff. Getting right to it. Tom Brady to join the Fox Sports on a lucrative deal as the lead NFL analyst when playing career when, with the playing career ends. So hold on for a minute. You mean to tell me that Tom Brady got a job before he still worked when he's still working playing football? So Fox Sports. It's kind of this crazy deal, crazy deal this week. The seventh-time Super Bowl-winning quarterback has agreed to a 10-year, $375 million contract, the most lucrative sports broadcasting contract in history of broadcasting. Crazy. So Tom Brady is just breaking all types of barriers. And they love Tom. I mean, Drew Brees went out of retirement, and he did the broadcasting booth thing, and he wasn't really that good. Eli Manning and Peyton Manning, they got their own little telecast on Monday nights. That's pretty good. Now you have Tom Terrific after after he finished his playing career. Didn't win the Super Bowl last year, but won the Super Bowl before... 2021 Super Bowl he won. A 2020 Super Bowl he won. All right. And that's what it is right now. Um, It's a very lucrative deal. Shout out to Tom Brady. 
Fox recently lost its top football announcers as well, Joe Buck and Troy Eggman, and they're to join ESPN moving forward. So Fox had their own intentions. So let's break this down real quick. Tom Brady is still playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as we speak right now. Didn't get this Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford did the year before Tom Brady got the Super Bowl. So he's only one year removed from winning the title. Didn't win it last year because they lost to the Rams, the eventual champions. With that being said, after his playing career is over, he already set up a deal for 375 mil with Fox to be an analyst on a football network with Joe Buck and Troy Aikman moving over to ESPN because they probably already had a plan to bring Tom over and Tom took the deal. So it's interesting. It's interesting. It's, it's going to be interesting to hear Joe Buck and Troy Aikman on ESPN football now. Um, it's Monday nights. Usually, uh, Fox does Sundays. So we'll see. It's going to be interesting, man. I don't know who got the Super Bowl this year, but I like Joe Buck and Troy Aikman on the microphone. Like, they'll make magic as announcers of football. They're like the best at right now that's up. So we don't know what time ready is going to be. Like we said, like I said, Drew Brees really wasn't that good this year. You know, he did his thing. But he was with Tony Dungy. You know, he did good, but he couldn't stand up to the guys because they've been there for so long. He did a good, he did an all right job, though. But it wasn't an outstanding job. He was a little bit more stale on his ways about things and stuff. But we'll see what happens. And that's a crazy deal for Tom Brady. Crazy. The NFL, more NFL news and notes, y'all. The Broncos have played the Los Angeles Lakers as a three-part Christmas Day NFL triple header. So on Christmas Day, it's going to be a triple header in the league game. It's a loss at the championship, the champion Los Angeles versus the Denver Broncos. The Rams, baby. The Rams versus the Broncos. That's going to be a good one on Christmas Day. It's going to be a triple header. Last year was a triple header. It was nice. In other news and notes, in other sports will be our news and notes. Rookie defensive end, Kayvon Thibodeau is paying big money because he wants the same number that he had in college when he played at Oregon. Now, you know we just drafted Kayvon two weeks ago. So now that he's in the building with the Giants, the G-Men, shout out to the G-Men, good draft this year. And if you didn't hear that, check out last week's episode when I broke down all the draft picks, top 10 draft picks I broke down on Sports with BI last week's show. Check that out. You know, when you're not doing nothing, you know, chilling at work, you know, put it on. Put one ear on so you can listen to something that's going on out there. You know, if you're outside, working inside, listen, you know, listen to me. I'll tell you the right things. Shout out to Kayvon Thibodeau. He's paying big money for his number, like I said, his number that he wore in college in Oregon as an Oregon Duck. Now he's a New York Giant. And, the kick, and, and his number is number five. And the vet kicker, Graham Cano, he wears the number five for the Giants as of now. But... Kayvon Thibodeau, as a rookie that didn't even play an NFL game, 
paid $50,000 to get the number from Graham Gano. But the good twist on this story, where people will think Graham Gano took the money, the money will go to a charity that the two of them both agreed on, right? And it's Puppies Behind Bars, which provides service dogs to wounded vets, first responders, and additional to explosive detonation canines for law enforcement. You know? So that's good. You got war vets and first responders. They need dogs to get around. And then they also would use the dogs for explosive detection canines for Uh, law enforcement. uh. And that's a charity that they gave the 50000 to. Thibodeau and Gano, Gano made a deal to do that. That was nice. In, in in another addition to the story, Graham Gano's dad served f- for the U.S. Navy for 30 years. So that played a big part with Thibodeau saying, you know what, that's a good way to spend the money. And the boy ain't even played a game yet. <laughs> but that's how bad he wanted that number. You know, sometimes you just... <laughs> Man, it's, it's just so much to come out, you know, it's just so much to get out there, man. You got to keep your eyes on the prize, man. Anything is possible. It's very limited few, but you can be picked out the litter. Because God, you know, you know, like Khaled said, nobody believed in you. I know people do that believe in me, you know. But Khaled says it best, you know. It's just a slogan. Nobody believed in you. God did. God got you that money. Let's get with this. Sports will be our 2022 early quarterback rankings. 1 through 25. Now, this list right here, I know y'all not going to agree with my list, but this is my list. And I can tell you, my man Aaron Rodgers is not in the top five. And that's my that's one of my guys. But these are my early predictions. And it's nothing wrong with that, man. Y'all gotta respect what I say to y'all. You know, you can always um argue with, you know, you can always um tell your other side of the story. Make a debate with Sports with BI. Go to the website, holler at me, man. Make a debate. Holler at me when I'm on Instagram Live. I'll be on Instagram Live this weekend. You know what I'm saying? I'll do a little something for the people. You know what I'm saying? And we could talk. I'm with I'm with all of that, man. I'm with all of that, man. Y'all not going to agree with this list. We're going to get this list started, baby. We're going to get this list started. 1 through 25 at number 1. Of course, I have Patrick Mahomes, the Mahomie out of Kansas City, quarterback of Kansas City Chiefs. And number 2, I got Josh Allen in the Buffalo, y'all. You know what I'm saying? The pros try to change the list of fantasy. What Sports with BI did, because I'm a pro, I changed the list to my early NFL QB rankings, 1 through 25. Early NFL QB rankings. Y'all not going to, listen, like I said, y'all not going to agree with me. I know y'all not. But I'm going to give it to y'all Sports with BI way. Because I tell you, I can see visions. <coughs> okay. At number three, we have Justin Herbert. The Los Angeles Chargers. Come on. Y'all already know what Justin Herbert is about to do next year. He coming into his third year 
He already repping. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a shadow of a doubt that Justin does what he's supposed to do in year three for the San Diego Chargers. Plus, they got the defense now, and they got some offense. The offseason looking good for Los Angeles Chargers, so I'll put him at number three overall, at number four. I can't forget about my boy, man. Lamar Jackson out of Baltimore. I know that he missed the last six games last year. But if you think about it, Head over heels when Lamar was playing at the top of his game, wasn't nobody saying something. Nobody, nobody wasn't saying nothing. He got a full complement of running backs back this year, and they bolstered the defense. And they, and they also drafted a, uh, some protection for Lamar at the center position. Young fella, Baltimore gonna be straight. And they drafted that safety out of Notre Dame, and they picked up some more linemen. And they released some linemen that was on a, that was on a, you know what I'm saying, on a money, on the books. I got released them off the books. They cost too much to the salary cap. So Lamar's got number five. Watch out. He'll be back this year. <laughs> Don't forget. And number five, I'm going to go with Tom Brady. He's a champion. He's the GOAT. But these young boys is taking over. And when you're old, you know, you might not be on fumes, but you're starting to run out of time. But you can still be great. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the beauty of age. You can still be great. You can be greater than the youngsters. But the youngsters just got all the glory and they just got all the glitz. But, you know, you, you can have that. Everybody wanted that when they was young, didn't they? When they got older, they passed it on to somebody else. <laughs> and number six, you got Joe Burrow. The Cincinnati Bengals. And I put Joe right after Tom. Because Joe made the Super Bowl. And Joe's right up there with Tom. And Joe could play. But he ain't got the line like Tom Brady got. But in Cincinnati, they going to fix the line for Joe. And I think Joe going to be all right. With, you know, with DeMar, man, it's, it's a deadly combination. And number seven, I got Dak Prescott in the Dallas, in the Dallas Cowboy quarterback. I love Dak Prescott. Another one of my favorites. I know y'all gonna say, how you gonna put Dak Prescott before my boy number eight, Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers, my family. But he only got one ring and he lost a lot of weapons this year. So I wanna see what Aaron does. And he's a back-to-back MVP of the NFL. So let's not get that twisted. But I want to see what Aaron does with the parts that he don't got. Because him losing his wide receiver was Adams is a big deal. And they ain't really made no replacements. So I don't know where this team is going. I put Dak at seven over him because Dak got more weapons than Aaron Rodgers right now. And divisions is about the same. They both weak, but still. And number nine, I'm going to go with the with the Super Bowl winning quarterback, Matthew Stafford, the Los Angeles, Los Angeles Rams. Now, why would I do that? If anything, I could put Matthew Stafford over Joe Burrow because he beat him in the Super Bowl. Maybe I should put him over Justin Herbert. I doubt it. Matthew Stafford's old. 
<laughs> and them these young boys is out there, and they they good. When somebody's good, you gotta tell them that they're good. You know, you gotta give them their respect. But Matthew Stafford got the chip, so I ain't mad at him. I put him at number nine. But you know that defense run that defense ran him into the Super Bowl. That offense did what they're supposed to have did as well. But I'm gonna put Matthew at number nine just because you know he he up there he up there with the greats. But you know he ain't great. He he great enough. To, he can't. They can't never take it away from him because after the case, I would have put. Number 10, Russell Wilson in Denver over Matthew Stafford. But the fact of the matter is, Russell got one title as well, but been in two Super Bowls. And he was one and one. So I should have put, everybody, that's the argument that I, that I have. I could have put Russell Wilson over Matthew Stafford, but I didn't. I got him 10th. I got Matthew 9th because he's just fresh off the Super Bowl. Russell got to show himself in Denver. New coach, new wide receivers out of Seattle. We'll see what happened. And number 11, it hurt me, man. But I, you know, had to make the decision. It didn't hurt me. It was just controversial. I put that number level, put Kyler Murray, Arizona. Y'all take it how y'all want to take it. I think he's dynamic. He's a very good quarterback. He's fast, but he's short, but he's fast. And number 12, I put Derek Carr. That's definitely something that people are going to say why. But you got to look at Derek Carr's body of work. He's a steady quarterback. And number 13, I put Deshaun Watson. Why I put the Sean Watson? I mean, he could be up at the top five. He ain't playing the whole year. We're going to see what Deshaun do. And he's going to get suspended for six games for getting, you know, for the alleged things of him getting um, massages and he was touching the women. But he paid off. He paid them off. So he's back. And he got one of the richest, con- he got the richest contract in NFL history. Guaranteed 300 in $56 million guaranteed. Never been in history. And number 14, I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins. I don't like Kirk Cousins. Um, He's steady. You know, you know how I feel about Kirk. At number 15, I put Matt Ryan. Somebody got to win something. And I'm going to leave it at that. At number 16, I got the young fella, Justin Fields. He on his way up because of the athleticism. Let's see if this new head coach in Chicago will turn him into what he's really supposed to be in his second year in the NFL, was really his first year because he only played half of the games. At number 17, you got Matt Jones, New England. The only reason why I put Matt at 17 because he got a new offensive coordinator because the offensive coordinator is gone. All right? So we got to see what Bill Belichick can do. With a new offensive coordinator over there. And number 18, Trevor Lawrence, Jacksonville. He was the first round pick last year. He got a new, he got a new head coach. Philly's old coach, right? So let's see what he can do. And number 19, I got Ryan Tanya because he's a choke artist. Plus, he said he wasn't gonna help the new brother that just got drafted. I'm not, I'm not here to be nobody's uh Helper and stuff. So I don't like Ryan. He sounded real racist. And, you know, Ryan Tannehill got to fix himself. And number 20, I got the New York Giants, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, get yourself together. You got a new coaching staff. You got a new GM. Get it together. I ain't got too much to say about you, buddy. And number 21, we got Tua Tagovailoa, Tagovailoa, and Miami, you know, Dolphins. He got he got the cheetah. He got all the weapons in the world. Can the left-handed Tua bring it back at 21? Can he rise and stop? At 22, you know, got Zach Wilson in the Jets. Young. They helping him out. Let's see what he have. We'll see what happens with Zach. 
God know y'all gonna get mad because I ain't got Jalen Hurts over two attack of Viola. Y'all could definitely do that at 21. Or you could put him over Daniel Jones and Ryan Tannehill. But Jalen Hurts is still fighting for a job. He ain't got no contract. And Trey Lance is another player that I like to see start after San Fran gave up the load for him. And you got Carson Wentz of the Washington Commanders. I mean, they still believing in him. He getting the check. So, um, <laughs> you know, what do you, you know, he's getting a check from somebody. So he's still playing. So that's my top, that's my top 25, y'all. With a little bit of extra sauce on the side. And y'all make your own decisions. This is why I love speaking to my people. Thank, for, thank y'all for listening to me. The analytics numbers is definitely up. I appreciate y'all. I'll give y'all the questions of the day, you know. I want y'all to figure that out. I want you to go to the water cooler, talk to your friends about what I said to you and what what they think about what I said. You know what I'm saying? Could you see the city of Dallas at a second team to the NFL, y'all? Can they rival the Cowboys? All my Cowboy fans out there, Kyle Lil, DJ Epps, this one and that one. Oh, y'all like them sorry-ass Cowboys. (laughs) The Dallas mayor wants another NFL franchise. He said that the Metro is better than New York and is better than Chicago. I don't know. His name is Eric something. It's not Eric Adams. That's New York's uh, mayor. He's Eric something. He needs to go sit his ass down somewhere because he ain't going to be able to beat all them people in Dallas. Jerry Jones is not allowing another team to play in Dallas. There's only going to be one team in Dallas, and that's going to be, ain't going to be no AFC team. So they can cut that. He just wasted time off of what he's supposed to be doing because uh, they're going to fire his ass talking that nonsense. I don't know what he, I don't know, I don't know what he's doing that at, but uh, he, he definitely not going to last talking like that. Definitely not. Definitely right. Listen to Sports with BI, y'all. I appreciate y'all listening to me. We're going to get into some WNBA talk real fast. Before we get into, before we finish the show with the NBA, we're going to get into some WNBA news. And... The season just started, and, uh, you know, i got some teams to talk about. A couple of teams that I'm going to talk about, of course, is the New York Liberty. I'm going to talk about the Aces, and I'm going to talk about the Sparks. All these teams are really good. Let's go. The team starts. The, the, the the, The L.A. Sparks. Traded Liz Cambridge, a four-time All-Star to L.A., like I said, from Las Vegas. It's going to be a big deal with them over there. And they got Derek Fisher over there, too, as a coach. And let's see what the Sparks do this season. My teams, yeah, we know, the, the, the Liberty, they drafted genera- generational talent in 2020 with the number one pick overall, Sabrina 
on a decent. You know what I'm saying? And I know she good. I just seen her play. She real good. I like how she played. She from Oregon. She had the nasty eat. She had the nasty ankle 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 injury, and it kept out the lineup last year. And plus it was COVID. But she's back and she looked good in the first game. And I got some sports to be power rankings for the WNBA WNBA as well. They got a lot of other talent on the Liberty. They signed Bettina Laney. She was a 2020 NBA Most Improved Player. We had Shetty Carter, the number four pick from 2020. So we'll see what happened. Didn't have a good didn't have a good season last year, but I think they'll bounce back and be better than they were last last season. And with that being said, before we get into the power rankings of the WNBA, we got to give a shout out to Brittany Griner. You know she's overseas in in, in Russia because she had the hashish in the um plane. They stopped the plane before she got on it. I mean, she got on the plane. They didn't they didn't take off. She's still over there. She's been over there for like five months right now. So the WNBA to keep the Phoenix Mercury's Brittany Griner at the forefront with the floor decal on all home courts of 12 teams. This is sure a reminder that everybody's singing about Britney. You know, everything's going on with that war, so it's hard to get home right now. So Britney, you know, a WMA player, a damn good one too. The Phoenix Mercury. She's a damn good player, and um, she over there, stuck over there. So, you know, prayers to Britney Griner, get back home, baby. And this is the Sports with WNBA Power Rankings for week one of the WNBA action. Becky Hammond, the coach that was under Popovich at, at San Antonio Spurs franchise in the NBA, has now shifted over to the WNBA. And she has the Las Vegas Aces clicking on all on the top of the week one. Clicking on the top of week one. And they're number one in my rankings. 2-0. But these records are very deceiving because the season just started. And number two, we got the L.A. Swats at 2-0. And number three, we got the Washington Mystics with Deliana at 2-0. The Seattle Storm, one of my favorite teams with Sue Bird. 1-1. One and, one. and you got Stewie over there, Brianna Stewart. And number five, my New York Liberty at 0-1. Liberty fans been waiting for a fully healthy Sabrina Asakanuso since she suffered a severe ankle injury that limited her rookie season to three games in 2020. But she's going to get it together. It takes one year to recover, one year to be better, and this year you're going to be back to form. So we all shooting for the Sabrina to be the franchise players. They picked a franchise player they picked her to be. And number six, you got the Atlanta Dream and all 1-0. And number, and number seven, you got the Connecticut Senate, you know, 0-1. But these, like I said, these records can be deceiving. They got they, they playing games as we speak. And number eight, the Chicago Sky. Number nine, the Phoenix Mercury, which now is not going to stay. And number 10, the Minnesota Lynx. And number 17, the Dallas Wings. They're not really good. And the Fever are definitely not going to stay at 12. They're definitely not going to stay at 12. So... Just trying to be uh more more on top of this WNBA league this year because something's telling me that the league is going to be really good this year, 
And it's something that it's definitely something to pay attention to. It's definitely something to pay attention to. Now, let's get started. <laughs> you know, what we all came here to, you know, what we all want to talk about, what's currently going on right now, is the NBA playoffs. <laughs> but let's get with some news and notes from the NBA before we get started, y'all. Let's get some news and notes from the NBA before we get started. Let's talk a little bit about uh the Los Angeles Lakers. What's the Lakers going to do? What are they going to do? Will Mark Jackson be the missing piece? Because they need a head coach. The Los Angeles Lakers need a head coach. They've been in six, oh my God, what they were, 16 games out of the playoffs this year. They was in damn near last place. Is it the Lakers players or is it the coach that's coaching the Lakers? Because you know when you go to the Lakers, they can you can have a coach that's going to say yes to everything that they want. Or you're going to have a stern coach, maybe someone like Mark Jackson. That's why he left Golden State because he told everybody that Curry and Thompson was going to be the best shooters that ever lived, and that's the truth. So he he definitely showed he definitely showed Clay and Curry how to be professional in the game of basketball. And to be good at the game of basketball. And to study a game of basketball. That's why they're great right now. That's why Curry is the best shooter that nobody that everybody's seen ever. He got the record. And against my Knicks. We ain't gonna talk about that. But you know, I think Mark Jackson should get the job at the Lakers. The coach the Lakers. Is it LeBron James missing missing piece to a championship? I don't know if it is. But I know the roster that's been constructed, a lot of people don't got belief in it. I do got belief in that roster. And I think that if the roster could play better if the right person coaches them and doesn't have a coach that comes in there and gets housed by Jeannie Buss and Kurt Rambis and whoever else is on the Lakers and John and Palenka, the people that's running the team. You got to tell them to back up and let me do my job. So... The personality that comes in to coach the Lakers is going to be the outcome of how the Lakers team is, is going to play and can they succeed. Because I think they can succeed with the roster. But like I always told y'all, even in the football days, and I told y'all this years back, when me and my cousin Dietrich was doing shows, it's all about the coaching staff. But y'all don't believe it because all y'all see is what's going on on the floor. But if the coaching staff don't put the players in the proper position, the coaching staff is the reason why the players get money. You understand? Because if they're telling you, if they're saying, I know how to get the best talent out of you if you listen to me, and you execute what the man tell you, that's how you get money. That's how you stay in the league. That's how you get contracts. And if you don't listen to the coach, how the hell are you going to get paid? Because the coach is close to the GM, is close to the owners. He say, oh, yeah, this guy is worth the money. Pay him. He's, he's definitely a piece of the puzzle that I need to win so I can have a job. See, everybody's trying to save their own ass. You see what I'm saying? So it's a little bit deep. You know what I mean? I don't want to get into all of that. It's a little bit deep, but you get my drift. But these playoffs are something crazy. Um, so I think, but like I said, I think that LeBron James, I think that the, I think that the Lakers should 
hire Mark Jackson as their head coach for next year for the 2022-2023 season. As we get into the NBA playoffs, the 2022 NBA playoffs, the 76ers in the Heat, what a good series. Am I confident? Am I confident in the Heat of the Sixers? I'm confident in both teams. It's going to definitely go seven next week, and we're going to have a whole new round of games, and I can't wait to see what happens. And the 76ers can definitely win the title if James Harden plays up to the old Houston James Harden, but he's not now. He turned into a point guard, and that's what he is. Um, like he lost a step laterally. Um, so we'll see if Embiid in the face mask, the orbital, can hold him down and win this game and win this series. I got him to win it next week. Yeah, we're going to see what happens. You know, I'm not going to sleep on the Heat. He can win the whole thing as well. The Suns and the Mavericks. Uh, let's get over this. Let's get, let's get past this preview. This, the Mavericks is giving the Suns all they got, first of all. CP3, my mom's favorite player. What's up, Elaine? Love you. Chris Paul is a better player at home than he is on the road. He doesn't, does, he doesn't do the same things that he does when he's on the road than, he's, than when he plays at home in Phoenix. At Dallas, he didn't play good. But what's going on with this situation with uh, CP3, man? No, shout out, shout out to Monty Williams though for being the NBA, um, the Suns coach as well. You know, he he's the head coach. You know, he's he's the coach of the year. Shout out to Monty Williams. We're getting back to this. You know, the Mavs had to remove a fan when the incident with CP3's family. Like, what's going on with that? Like, this is young. Call you know, young boy, Caucasian boy, you know, he is you know, he was with his mother, I look like some somebody pushed uh CP's moms and the and, and and the wife and they kicked the boy out the game. Now he looking he looking like he don't know what he did. CP three yelling at him, talking about I'll see you later after the game. <laughs> I don't know how that went, but um you know, you gotta leave the the fans gotta learn, man. You gotta leave you gotta leave these people out of it, man. Stop messing with people's families that's in the stands or cheering on their family. Then they got nothing to do with you. If you're sitting down low, right behind the bench, you know, have some sense with yourself. Don't be that person. You know what I'm saying? Have some dignity and respect for attending the games, you know. It was like last year, Knicks fans spin on uh, try to spin on uh, Trey Young. Now he can't never go to a game like you don't do stuff like that, man. You gotta be careful out here. You gotta you gotta respect Nikolai. So you know we'll see what happens with that series. You know, I definitely got the Suns. We're gonna definitely y'all gonna see what happens next week. I got y'all. The Grizzlies, man, another one, it's another injury out there. This is a tough series for 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 Memphis and Golden State. Um, this is a game of two they could have won. They could have won game four, even though Ja didn't play. Ja got hurt because uh, you know what happened with that, right? I know y'all seen that. That was from the Dylan Brooks, right? When Dylan Brooks hurt uh, uh Gary Payton the second, you know. Now, Moran has a bone bruise. Playoff return doubtful for the remainder of the playoffs. He suffered in game three, excuse me, when Jordan Poole trapped Moran and went for the basketball, but instead he grabbed Moran's knee. 
Now he's out for the whole season with the bone bruise. So he probably won't play for the rest of the playoffs. So where's Memphis going to go now? You know? Where's he going to go now? So the, so they got him back. So uh, GP, so they even now. They, they hurt the best. Oh, it looked like a mistake, but you never know with this with this stuff. So they hurt Gary Payton the second, and then Morant went out with the bone bruise. So now they're not even because Morant's better than Gary Payton Jr. But uh, the second, but um, you know, the first, yeah, the second, whatever. So you know, it kind of got me upset because I really want to see Jai go to the finals. They're twenty and five without him, without Jai this season. Or twenty and six. So but uh you know, we'll see what happens, man. Milwaukee versus Boston. <laughs> That's another good series, y'all. Are the Bucks asking too much for Gian- too much of Giannis Octocupo with Chris Middleton out the lineup? Do they have a choice? They don't got no choice. They don't got no choice but to use Giannis. They need him. But, you know, I know the defense is loading up on him when he go to the hole and everything. But without that outlet, in all due respect to uh, Connington and Lopez, where the two people who need to step up for the for the, for the the Milwaukee Bucks are, are Drew Holiday, the point guard, and Bobby Porras, the point, the power forward. All right? And Giannis needs to also step up his free throw percentage versus the Boston Celtics. That's a, that's the, definitely need definitely need to do that. Not got a little footage I want y'all to hear. I, I got a I got a little footage I want y'all to hear, and it's a little bit of things that happen in the game. What Al what Al Horford, right? You know y'all heard about that Al Horford that he had that elbow to come down on Giannis, man. Was it intentional? I'm gonna give y'all. I want to give y'all a little bit of, you know, a little bit of audio. If it's shrimp and Bahamas, we coming back. A little bit of audio. Sorry about that, y'all. A little bit of audio. Hold on. Sorry about that. Technical difficulty right there. Kind of, <laughs> kind of shocked me right there. Sorry about that. Boston for game five Wednesday or 3-1 Milwaukee. Stop this and me. I got a dream. Can't take it from me. I mean, this is as intense as it gets, and it's round two. Boston can take the lead on the road in game four. Corporate for three. Yes! Our backs were against the wall. We needed to respond, and that's what we did. We didn't quit. We just kept pushing. Now we go back to Boston with a series all tied at two apiece. And now the man who dropped a playoff career high 30 in his 15th NBA season, Al Horford. Thank you so much for joining us here on NBA Today. Hey, thank you for having me. Of course. So you played a, a cool 42 minutes last night. No big deal. No, no Rob Williams. Grant was in foul trouble. The task of guarding Giannis, it, it fell largely on your shoulders. And I know Grant Williams has told me he spent a little more time in the ice bath this series. So h- how are you feeling today? I feel good. Um, I think after a win, um, uh, Marcus Smart, the defensive player of the year, 
um, did an unbelievable job uh, late in that third, in the fourth, guarding Giannis, and uh, and he was really that difference maker for us uh, down the stretch there. The win makes it a little bit easier to take it in the chest night in and night out. But your sister, Anna, she's, she's very popular on Celtics Twitter. And here's what she said last night. This is where the Bucks, I'm going to say, messed up. I know that look. He was pissed. And I know you touched on it post game, But how did that moment spark you? She, she definitely knows me, um, you know, over the years playing family board games and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> um, you know, just uh, th- that was one of those moments that, uh, you know, for whatever reason, I mean, he made it. It was, it was a good play that he made. I, ju- I just felt it was a lot of extra stuff there. I didn't like it. And, um, and, and yeah, uh, that, that just really got me going. I know for me, that's the look I give my sister when she borrows my stuff. It's like, oh, okay. It, it, for you, is that when she puts down, like, collect four in Uno? Is it when it's, like, collect a four extra cards when you have one card? Like, what, what, when, is it, when is it that she became so familiar with that look? Uh, for sure. Uh, I mean, it goes back from, you know, us playing, you know, backyard, baseball, volleyball, yeah. uh, playing board games, uh, whether it's Uno, Monopoly, whatever it is, stuff like that. You know, we're just competitive. As someone who comes from a competitive family, I, I respect that wholly. You did get Giannis back, though, in the fourth. Can you just walk us through this dunk we're about to see? Because we don't always see this level of emotion from you. Yeah, so, um, uh, you know, we uh, Coach Yudoka called a, you know, a pick and roll play. Uh, I was able to pop. Um, I saw Giannis close out, and, and uh, instead of shooting, I just wanted to be aggressive. And I knew that, you know, he, he's such a great defensive player that I had to make sure that I, I went in strong. And, uh, and was I was the elbow it, intentional, and, and that point, the elbow you know, went down. Emotions. And, and like you said, I'm normally not the type of guy that's letting things out, but it was that part of the game that I just, you know, I was just kind of. It, it was building up. It was happening, and I just wanted to get my guys fired up, and, and, and the team really responded to that. It certainly got the guys fired up. It got Twitter fired up. I mean, it got all the fans watching fired up. It got people jumping up, up off of their couches. But I love this tweet from Marcus Smart. He said, when I'm 36 years old, please, Lord, let me be a fraction of the player that Al Horford is. And I know that he's, you know, ribbing at you just a little, a little the grimace on your face. He's ribbing at you just a little bit there. Yeah, I mean, it's funny, man. Uh, uh, Smart's great, and and uh, you know he's he's you know he's our point guard. He's the guy that leads us, shows us the way. Um, he, he's just a grinder, and, uh, and and I'm just really you know really happy to be, be playing alongside him. Well, in all seriousness, though, it was quite a journey for you to get here. What went through your mind? Yeah, with that elbow came down on Giannis. My thing is. As we back, sports will be out. That was Al Horford talking about the game, the series that's going on, game four, the Bucks versus Celtics, that elbow coming down on Giannis. You know, the elbow hurt across the world. <laughs> and um, I still got Milwaukee winning this. So by the time that I talk to me next week, we going. I got Milwaukee. I had, I had uh, the Grizzlies. But now Golden State look like they're going to get that because Jaws out. I'm going with the Mavs. I mean, I'm going with the Suns. And I'm still going to go with the Sixers and Seven. So we'll see what happens over the heat. We'll see what happens. Those are my picks. So we'll see what happens, y'all. And I just want to, before I leave, y'all, uh, you know, I'll be back next Thursday, though. We're celebrating. 
the Knicks winning the title in May. <laughs> um, what 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 day was it? It was the eighth. Yeah. Since nineteen, oh man, since the nineteen seventies, really? You know what? I don't. I, I'm just. You know, I ain't nothing. You know, it's it's hard. To, it's hard to. Every time May comes around, it always comes past your mind as a Knicks fan of what the hell are we doing and why we ain't winning no title since the seventies. I don't know what's going on, but they got to fix this. We we a long way from pay dirt. By the time they win the title, by the time the Knicks win the title, <laughs> I'm not even be here no more. That's that. I mean, I'm starting to, you know, I'm holding on to hope, man. I thank God every morning I wake up, man. I hope I, my wife, my my life can fast forward into October when the season starts. But this is this is this summers, man. These losing summers is what it just it takes it takes it takes it takes a lot out of you. It takes a lot out of a person. It, just, it really does. But thank y'all for listening to the show. I appreciate y'all. You can check me out my European time. On the Block 105 radio from 3 to 4 a.m. You can check me out. U.S. time from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. on the Block 105 radio. Shout out to everybody that listened to me. I appreciate y'all. We're going to end it with a little bit of uh, Lil Davies, man. We're going to end it with Lil Davies. I can hear the storm. I love y'all. See y'all next week. Yo. Oh, Damn, y'all. Sorry about that. Before I pack for flights, before I rock the stage, I hardly ask for advice. I told my shorty, say a prayer for me. I pray I'm back tonight. Cause cash, the only thing I'm after to the afterlife. I can see it before it happened. My socks was never matching. Pet stains was on my mattress. Never heard of paying taxes. Now I twirl around the atlas. Call up habits. Let's make madness. A lot of losses. Life been tragic. We can't shoot them. We gon' stab them. Pull that new shit up in trash. Thank y'all for the response to be. I appreciate y'all. Years ago was feeling stuck. I just had enough, baby girl. I need a bigger truck. Came from pissing staircases, backwards, spilling guts. Alcoholics talking about their problems, make you spill your cup. Back up, nigga. Uh, bumping in the niggas I ain't seen in years. Couldn't afford no liquor. I was stressing. I just need a bed. He caught a homicide, shaved his face, and witness seen his bed. A lot of mixed emotions, keeping focused, trying to see it clear. Everything that you ever imagined, I done seen it here. Wanted to shoot soon as he spun that block. Too many people there. Uh, and I don't need no hook for this shit. I don't. He frontin' for the gram. That nigga look like he lit. Before you could blink, we done took us another trip. The killer really got me bent. I think I need another set. Pour me another glass of that, one. Whoa.
Smoking on something from Sacramento. Big dog, I wasn't bred in your average kennel. Always made my way through the zone, learn how to dribble. Now he just really trying to go home, he been in the spittle. Them nurses and them doctors, they got his body uncomfortable. Used to eating steak and shrimp, they serving cuzzle lunchables. I've been battling demons for a month or two. I can hear the storm. They get hard to notice what the thunder do. Walking through the ring until I'm soaking wet. But I don't feel no evil, keep it solid, cause I know I'm blessed. Verse 13 11, Quran says that you can help yourself, ain't gotta grab nobody arm. Nobody really ready to chill, but in this vibe, my homie calm. Holy arms, make a hater take from your only mom. Only done, smoke cohibas and politics about this paper. Now I feel like I'm living great when I see my neighbors. Same tax bracket, but my upbringing was different. I put H on the production, time to touch another million. It's hard to sell it if you're scared, we cut up squares like we Sicilian. I'm prepared to count a billion. I seen shootouts in the playground where nobody was safe. Niggas dying to get up off the block, but nobody escaped. My sister was in love with Jodeci. She used to play escape. And SWV, Coke Dreams, I wanted to keep. That's on my link. I tried to make a killing off a crime until I focused up. Like I can make a million off a round. We was broke as fuck. Standing in the building with my nine. Now they know it's us. I really built my name just trying to grind. I know niggas that got knocked for fraud. Now I'm locked in with fraud. When times get hard, they make you talk to God. Like who really in charge? The cup was like brown. It remind me of Chico the Bard. Four, five, or six. A dice game when you see the garage. Sports will be y'all. See y'all next week. Love y'all. Thank you for listening to me. Four, five, or six. A dice game when you see the garage. SportsWBI.com. Check my audio out on Spotify, Anchor, and Apple Podcasts. All right, go to the Apple phone, go to the purple icon, podcast, type in SportsWBI. Same thing on Spotify. Go to Spotify, type in SportsWBI. Go to the website, lowercase level, sportswbi.com. Thank y'all for listening to the show. See y'all again next week. The Block 105 Radio. Peace and love. Booyah!